Hello and welcome back to Wedding Tip Wednesday. My guest today is James Swan. James is my very own personal trainer. When I made a decision to take control of my health and get my energy levels back, James was the trainer that I wanted to work with. Obviously, it's always important to look after your health and your fitness, but especially when we are getting close to the big day. A little bit of extra help getting into the dress is always welcome. So James is here today to give us all of his tips. Enjoy. So guys, this podcast is brought to you by Clarence and Clarence is actually the number one luxury skincare brand in Europe. They're a French family brand who are dedicated to beauty and they're experts in skincare and makeup. This is a story of a pioneering brand born in Paris in 1954 with a mission to make life more beautiful and pass on a more beautiful planet. Their products are inspired by the science of nature using over 250 natural plant extracts, each sourced with the utmost care for the environment to protect our planet's biodiversity. Guys, I literally use Clarence products all of the time to live beautifully for myself and for my brides. So I'm delighted to have them on board. Clarence have kindly given us a competition prize to give away at the end of all of my podcasts. It's my very favourite double serum and double serum eye. You just have to listen to the end of the episode to find out how to win. So today, I'm so excited because I have my very own personal trainer and friend with me, James Swan. Thank you. Hey, James, how, how are, are you? you? Super. You always ask me how I am. I'm always wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, James. I've never, ever asked you this before in front of anybody, but I need to know how on earth did you get into the world of personal training? I know you've always been into your fitness, but how did you decide that you want to train everyone else? How much time do you have? Uh. <laughs> um, so um, when I was, let's say, 14, 15, yeah. I got my black belt in taekwondo. Wow. And um, I qualified for world championships. Yes. So I was training for like two years up to that competition. Yeah. Um, and I got my personal trainer. Right. So I started with a personal trainer in a big commercial gym um, and kind of took it from there. Yeah. So... Like, I know at that age, you kind of don't really know what you want to do. But the second I started working with a PT, yeah. I was hooked. Yeah. So the good thing is I knew from the start exactly what I wanted to do. Yes. So like, I used to work in from this... From 15, um, like? Oh, uh, young. You're a legend. I used to work in this um, sports shop in this gym. Yes. And all I do is read these manuals on training modalities, nutrition. Yeah. And obviously back then, no internet. So just like these books on like sport nutrition. Like I remember the first book I read was this. His name was uh, Colgan Institute. Yeah. Um, and it was like how nutrition, his claim was that with nutrition, you could beat athletes on performance enhancing drugs. Right. Which I don't think is going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was kind of opened up my world that food wasn't just food. Right. That if you could master nutrition and nutrients, micronutrients and timing of certain foods that you could do a lot more with your body than right. just live day to day. Okay. Okay. And you decided there and then I'm going to do this. Yeah. And it's, it's like back then it wasn't as easy as it is now. Yeah. And not that it's What an do excuse. you mean it's not easy now? Just in terms of like direction. Right. 
Um, and I was lucky to work with some really, really, really good people that brought over great coaches. Yes. Um, uh, a friend of mine um, who has a, a multiple gyms now, he brought over this guy called Charles Polican, who was this international strength coach. Right. Um, and when he came over, he kind of, that showed you the path of what it was like to be a great coach, that it wasn't, because for me and what I saw was fitness instructors. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with being a fitness instructor, but that's yes. not what I wanted to do. Okay. I wanted the optimal of whatever yeah. it was. Yes. So like the best nutritional approach, the best strength training approach to athletic development. Right. Okay. So you also now yourself, because I see on your Instagram, I'm a bit of a stalker, you know, you do weight training and, and you, you, you you enter all sorts of competitions worldwide. Tell me a bit, like, look at the size of you. Stop. Tell me a bit more about that. Um. So I, I competed in Taekwondo and martial arts kickboxing for a good few years, finished up when I was like 21, 22. Yeah. And then kind of just while I was open, the business yeah. was more of like a recreational exerciser. Right. Um, and that's fine. Uh, but without, and this is what I do with my clients as well, without some form of goal or accountability, you're more likely to not stick to something. Yes. Or more likely to not to eat as well as you do want because you have nothing to be accountable for now. Of course. I compete in the Olympic weightlifting. Yeah. So my division makes sure that I have to stay at a certain body weight. Right. And obviously if you have a competition coming up, like, so with weightlifting, you're on a platform by yourself lifting yeah. a weight over your head. Yeah. Um, and being embarrassed Ouch. is... I see you lifting those weights. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus. I yeah, well, I feel it. <laughs> uh, but, but not being embarrassed is a great, yeah. a great reason to like stick at the diet, stick at the training, recover, sleep, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And how are you doing with all this? Uh, Come on, show off. Come on. So, <laughs> uh, I'm a master now. So yeah. over 35 is a master, which kind of makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. Um. But like I said, that like, so what they do in master's divisions is that say from 35 to 40, you're one age bracket from 40 to 45, you're another age bracket. Yeah. But what it does is just keeps you focused. Right. You know, and that's like having something, I call them dopamine hits. So like work is one hit. And you yes. go, but if it goes well or it goes bad, then you're not going to be in the best. If that's all, if that's your only outlet, yeah. that's all you're going to have. Okay. So I try to make sure that I have like my family is an yes. outlet. My daughter is an outlet. Your beautiful little daughter. Amazing. Yes. My partner is an outlet. Yes. My training is an outlet. Okay. So if one isn't going too well, I've got five other things to work at. Okay. You know, okay. but rather than putting all your eggs into one basket. Yes. Uh, and obviously the issue with that is that if it's not going particularly well, you're not going to be in the best of mood. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of keeps you focused in all those endeavors. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, James, how did you open the edge then? Like where, like how long, how long are you in the edge? January 09. Wow. Yeah. God. So that was like in the belly of the recession. So the edge is in Clontarf. Yeah. Near the wooden bridge, if you know Clontarf. Yeah. No, it's a, and that's actually one of our, one of our, our best attractions is the view is unbelievable. Oh, so we're looking amazing. out at um, the golf club there. Yeah. Um, and just the location is fab. Yeah. So 09, you started in the edge. 09 was Clontarf and then 2019. Yes. Great time to open another place was <laughs> uh, Marino. So we have uh, another gym on Phillipsburg Avenue. Yeah. So just off Griffith Avenue is base number two. And you're so busy. Very busy. Yes, very, very busy. very busy. So I go into James once a week, okay, and then I do my, because you're in she Clontarf. Looks great. <laughs> ah, God, thanks, James. <laughs> um, but then I do my other bits at home and I yeah. do my walk, I have a little bit of weight thing um, going on in my in my box room. My neighbours look over and see me do my bit. And Martin. Uh, and Martin goes <laughs> over now. Yeah, I don't know how good he is during the week, James. Um, 
So I passed like, I don't know how many gyms um, to go over to, but I really trust you. And I think it's very, very, I mean, I know there's loads of personal trainers out there, but I, I find it like really difficult to find somebody that I trust. And I know that you're never going to put me wrong because I've had a few little bits done to myself over the last mm. few years. And I mean, we've spoken about, I've had a bowel operation and I'm so paranoid about kind of, you know, not putting it back out. You're amazing at giving me advice you. around, you know, what I should and what I shouldn't be doing. Yeah, like experience is huge. Yeah. But obviously being educated is something. And yeah. um, we, since we've started, so again, since 09, we do weekly staff training yeah. for all of our staff. Right. Um, and the good thing about that is it puts you in a, a precarious situation that every single week you have to come up with a topic. Right. Um, and because the industry changes so fast, yeah, you have to keep on top of these things. Of course. You know, so whether you're reading papers or bringing in speakers, um, yeah. it just keeps you on top of everything. Yes. And like our clientele aren't what you probably see in other facilities. Our clientele on average are 40 plus. Yes. Um, predominantly female mm -hmm. in our Clontarf base. So you have to be aware of these things. Uh, mm -hmm. You're going to see them on a daily basis. We have people with multiple issues. Yes. Uh, they're coming in with any type of ailment. Yeah. Uh, so you just have to be on top of these things. Okay. And you're amazing at that, I have Thank to you. say now. Um, I always feel very, very comfortable. So James, talk to me. You you don't drink alcohol at all. No. You don't. Yeah. And he's always going, no, I'm drinking drinks the weekend. Yeah, I did have a few drinks the weekend, but you don't <laughs> give out to me about it. No. Because I suppose, you know, you have to sort of deal with everybody as an individual. And just because you don't drink alcohol, that doesn't mean that people don't. However, drinking alcohol does tire you out a little bit, doesn't it? Um. There's a few areas with alcohol that yeah. it isn't just, let's say, calories in itself. Yes. Like there is dehydration, which is an enormous thing. Yeah. Um, there's the fatigue aspect. There's the satiety aspect. There is that you're going to favor usually sugar based foods after something like that. Yeah. And obviously because you're intoxicated, you're not going to really yeah. make the best choices. And then it's the days afterwards. Yes. Now, there's other chemical things that go on, like favoritism of of digesting the alcohol before we move into other things like your your carbs and your fats. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing wrong with drinking. Yes. <laughs> just don't drink all the time. There's nothing wrong with drinking. It's just a matter of like, when I set up goals, um, we usually go for this 80-20 split. Yeah. Of if you can stick to 80% of your life is in where you should be, your exercise yes. is good, your nutrition is good, well then enjoy your 20%. But it's okay. all relative to what your goal is yes. and where you are yeah. and your time frame. So okay. if someone came to me and said, listen, stone in the month, can yeah. it be done? I'm like, <laughs> stop eating. Maybe it could be done, <laughs> oh, but yeah. like you kind of have to like put your grit effort on and do it. Yeah. You know, so... And it's not that I have an issue with this in the fitness industry, but it just seems like there's a huge amount of like, how do you feel about this food? Rather mm. than like, here's the goal. This yeah. is what you got to do. Go do it. Yes. But it's all dependent on the person. Yeah. Um, like I said, what resource they have? Do they have a gym to train in? Do they have that food? Yeah. Are they vegan? Are they whatever type of particular diet they have to follow? Yeah. Like your level of commitment. Of course. Like there's a huge amount of things to take into consideration. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose, like you said, you come across kind of people of all different ages and everybody has their own goals. So what, what I do love about it is that you sort of, you treat them all as an individual and find out where they want to go yeah. with, with their weight thing. So, you know, when it comes to weddings, James, and that's the industry I'm in, <laughs> and this is Wedding to Wednesday, you know, you'll have mothers of the bride, mothers of the groom, you'll have fathers. 
you'll have uncles, you'll have all sorts of people who want to get in shape for the wedding, but you'll definitely have the bride mm. and the groom who want to look their absolute best on the wedding day. So a bride comes in to you and says to you, I'm getting married in six months versus a bride who comes in to you and tells you they're getting married next year. I suppose there's a huge umbrella, there's a, whole, a huge window there. Like, wh- what do you do? Do you just kind of ask them how they want to look? How much weight them, do they want to lose? Look, what's the story like? Yeah, so um, we try not to be vague with yeah. things. Because yeah. if someone comes to me and says, want to lose weight, what's that mean? Yeah. You and know, you don't and like this weighing scales. You're always telling me not to stand on it. It's, 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 but again, like we said before, it yeah. all depends. So yeah. like, what is the goal? Do you okay. want to lose weight or do you want to be, I, I want know, to using quotation, I want quotation to marks here, <laughs> like the word skinny. Yeah. And this is a word that keeps getting thrown around. It's like, I just want to be skinny. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. So what we like try to look at is your body fat to muscle ratio. Right. Okay. So when I have someone that wants to lose weight, I try to redefine that and say, we want to lose body fat. Right. So we look at your scale weight, because it's important. Yes. And then we look at what the body fat measurement is off that. Right. So we're going to take girth measurements. We're going to take caliper measurements to define where we are with that. And that's where we're going to work towards. Okay. Because if the scale weight... Like I've, I've had people before where they're, they come in, let's say, they'll give an arbitrary number, 70 kilos. Yeah. And then two weeks later, they're, let's say, 69 kilos. And like I thought I'd lose it faster. I'm like, well, you haven't done resistance training before. Yeah. You have to put on a bit of muscle tissue. Mm-hmm. That's obviously going to weigh something. Absolutely. As we lose body fat. Yeah. But if you focus on the scale, that person's going to go, it's not for me. But if we redefine that and say, like the scale weight again is important, but yes. we're going to look at the measurements. Okay. We're going to look at like how fast we can get these gort measurements down. Let's look at your caliper measurements and then you have a much better measurement tool right. for assessing where that person's going. Okay. Okay. So I had um, the lovely Paula King. She's bridal designer. She was in here a few weeks ago and she said to me, <laughs> we were talking about measurements and how, you know, they do alterations. This bride came back into her and she said she had been doing too much exercises in the gym. Not that you can ever do, by the way, too much exercise in the gym. I know that. But her bum had completely changed, which I'd love. Good way. I'd, I'd love my <laughs> bum to completely change. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she said she had to completely refit the dress. Okay. So you're a fella. Would you talk to the girls about the dress and how tight it is? Well, you're going to be better at this than me. <laughs> like, when is your last dress fitting? Okay, my on last our, dress fitting. When, when is your last dress fitting usually as a bride? Oh, jeez. Uh, well, you'd pick up your dress, I suppose, a week before the wedding. So okay. your last dress, dress fitting could be maybe five weeks, four weeks before. Okay, and so wedding. at that point is obviously where you need to go. Right. Like, we don't take this any further. Okay. Now, usually what do people do? Go, well, if I just don't eat anything, <laughs> then on the day, like, we've hit that goal. But obviously yeah. taking that into consideration. Like, yes. So, like, if you came in, you said, like, I've got six months. And yes. again, like, it's it's harder to say because it depends how far off you were from that goal at of six course. months. So yeah. if you came in, you gave me an arbitrary number and you said, I want to lose stone and body fat. Yes. But I want to get really, really healthy. I'm like, super, let's start with that. Right. And then up until that four-week point before the wedding, you would have your goal. Okay. And then maintain. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Really so important. So don't be doing too many squats coming up to your <laughs> last dress fitting. Um, okay. So I'm worried about the process. Hens, stags, tasting without messing. How do I stay on track? So let's go back now, yeah. you know, and they're sort of coming up to the sort of, you know, four or five months before uh, the wedding. How do they stay on track? Yeah. So my approach <laughs> to dealing with things, I'm a little 
let's say less PC with things. Yes. Um, I try to speak to adults like they're adults. Yes. So I would say again, like we said before, like this 80-20 rule. Yes. That if 80% of the day is good or yeah. the week is good, well then enjoy that 20%. Okay. Now, staying within our figures. So when someone starts with me initially, I look at their calories. Yes. Their macros. So a calorie is the amount of food you're going to eat. Right. The macros is the how much protein, fat and carbs. Okay. And then a micronutrient content, which you only get from like vegetables or multivitamins or something like that. Okay. So we look at that first. And then we kind of give you a weekly figure. Right. So if you know that Saturday is going to be bad. Yeah. Which is okay. Yeah. <laughs> by how much? Okay. And we're going to calculate that in with your week. So right. we'll give an arbitrary number, 14,000 calories for your week. Okay. Let's say we're going to go 14,000 and you're going to eat 2,000 per day. All right. But Saturday is going to be crazy. Yeah, we're going to go nuts. Well, then Saturday. maybe we'll go 1,800 Monday to Friday. Right. To allow that extra few For calories Saturday. on a Saturday. Okay. So we're still using a process. Yeah. But you're having fun. But like we have a goal. Okay. Like stick to a particular plan. Okay. Can I tell you what I struggle with? Go. I don't have feckin' time to be counting calories, James. And I don't know what's in everything. Do you know? So I started to go to this lovely nutritionist and she was telling me what to do because I'm not great at eating first mm-hmm. thing in the morning because I'm leaving the house at stupid o'clock. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not hungry to eat at that point. So... Can you give them tips on sort of like if there's somebody like me who just doesn't have time to be writing down and and you told me to go into my fitness pal. Yeah. (sighs) So my fitness pal is an app. I know. (laughs) So again, like how fast do you want to get this result? Yes. Um, So when I work with clients, I work, I put them into different tiers. Right. So I'll have a tier one, tier two, tier three. Most people aren't in the tier three. Tier three is like a, a... Sports performance going into competition. Tier right. one and tier two is we start off and I go, you know, let's have a protein source for each meal. Let's okay. make sure that you have two vegetables uh, per day. Right. So let's say a cup of spinach is one portion. Okay. And two fruit portions. Okay. Okay. Let's get that in. And right. that's our tier one. Okay. And then tier two, we might go into the actual like calculations of things. Okay. Let's look at X amount of calories, X amount of macros. You know, take this multi at this time. It's a bit more specific. Yes. But if someone comes in, they have no idea about nutrition. When I say, (laughs) and because you look at the weight of something versus what the macros is. And I'll give you an example. So if you have a chicken breast. Yeah. And I say, I want you to eat 100 grams of protein per day. They'll go, oh, the chicken breast weighs 100 grams. Well, only 22, 3% of that chicken breast is protein. Right. Now, you're calculating all these things, but we try to make it as easy as possible. Yeah. But you still have to, I, I love when people start that they do at least a week of this MyFitnessPal. Do, do you? Just so yeah. that they really know what's going on. Well, other than that, you're not going to know. I know, yeah. Because like for the lot of it's people. It's a pain that, in the ass though, it, James. It absolutely is. Yeah. Depending your perspective on it. Like. But <laughs> yeah. if you're looking at this thing and you're going, geez, I had no idea. Yeah. But now you do. Right. So it's kind of liberating in that way that once you have a week of eating with this plan. Yeah like knowing where you're going with things, then you don't have to look at it again. Okay. Like unless I want to make drastic changes, mm-hmm. but at least you'll know, you know, yeah. I need to eat 100 grams of protein. How am I going to put that into three to four meals per day? Okay. 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 Let's talk about the heart. My husband is fast dense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always worried about him, James. I really am. And I'm like, did you walk today? Did you walk? I've stopped asking him, did you walk today, by the way? Or he kills me. Um, he did walk today, by the did way. Did he go? <laughs> What's the story? Like if if you're worried about your heart and you've any sort of heart disease or like high cholesterol, 
talk to me. Now, so yeah. this isn't my field. And obviously, anytime I'm dealing with... But you're with, very good at giving him advice. So tell everyone else so, the advice you give him. <laughs> so um, if I have someone that comes in, they said there is a yes. issue with, let's say, the heart. Yeah. Um, first, I get them to talk to their GP. Well, that's absolutely And the GP will work with yeah. me yeah. and say, look, he can engage in X amount of exercise yeah. at this intensity. Yes. And that's what we do. Yeah. But it depends on what the problem is. Yeah, yeah. So, like... You have these terms that are thrown around like cholesterol is a bad thing. But again, like we said before, it all depends. Like yeah. where is it coming from? Yes. What type of fat are you eating? Mm-hmm. Are there things they can add in there? But taking all that aside, if the person is leaner. Yes. And especially for men that your visceral body fat. So when you have weight in your tummy, which is more of a, a kind of a place where men put body fat, you have a higher risk of heart disease. Right. So we make sure. Really? Because you've weight in your tummy? Yeah. So when you wait in your tummy, you can imagine that your organs are full of that particular fat, which is really, really inflammatory to the body. Right. Um, so we make sure that if you have weight in the tummy, let's get it down. Okay. So that's like rule number one. And how do you get it down? Is that cardio? Is that cardio? Cardio is a big, big help. Okay. Like cardio is not a bad thing. Yeah. It's just that it's not the only thing. Right. So... I like to make people stronger. Why? Because if the muscles are stronger, it takes a lot of pressure, especially as you get older. Yeah. It takes a lot of pressure off internal organs, heart and lungs if the muscles can do more. Okay. So if you're the person that going up the stairs is a big effort, yeah. well, let's get stronger. Right. You know, like so if I give someone, let's say, a, a small extra, like a, a step up. Yeah. And that's difficult. Well, then obviously going up the stairs is going to be difficult. Okay. Which means in turn that your respiratory system, your cardiovascular system is going to be a, under a bit more pressure. Under pressure. Uh, so if I get the person stronger, there's a, it's a lot less taxing on the system. Okay. So let's get strong. Yeah. Let's get, uh, I like to give the likes of fish oil in the diet. Um, why? Especially for heart disease. So why fish oil? so many functions, but one of them is anti-inflammatory. And okay. two is it aids in your HDL to LDL ratio. Okay. So you're good versus bad cholesterol. Okay. Okay. Talk to me about that then. I asked you about this the other day. <laughs> What's good cholesterol and bad cholesterol? So if I go and get my bloods done and I get like seven point something back, I'm like, ah! And Yeah, you're going to get me killed here. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, a, a reference range of where these numbers should be. Right. Um, where I like to see these things, again, I'm not here to look at someone's blood work. I know. Is the ratio of their HDL to LDL yeah. versus their total triglycerides are total fat number for that. Okay. Okay. Um, so if the ratio is in a good place, I'm okay. Yeah. Um, but again, it's not up to me, it's up to their doc. Yes. What I get to see is people that come in with a statin. Yes. So they may be taking a medication to lower their cholesterol. Yeah. And again, it's not up to me to get them on or off these things. Yeah. Um, I just help facilitate the the health end of these things. Yeah. So I recommend for anybody in a statin uh, to take a product called Coenzyme Q10. Go on, what's that? Um, I'm going out to buy that. It's now. like a rate limiting, <laughs> uh, a rate limiting nutrient for making energy. Right. So some of the people that I train, it's not a lot of them. Um, when they take a statin, they're absolutely drained. Right. Uh, so when they take CoQ10 with their fish oils, you will see a change in their markers. But obviously, we're dropping their body fat as well with oh, that. Okay. It's just like all these things are aids yes. in the whole process. Okay. Like we're not just taking a a singular approach to it. We're like trying to look at What's the sleep like? What's yeah. your nutrition like? Yes. You know, what's the what's the body fat ratio like? Are you strong? And obviously making sure that 
we try to look at everybody as a out of shape athlete versus like a victim or you're a case. Like yeah. I want everyone to hit the potential of what they can do. Okay. Um, and then it's my job to actually just obviously just get you there. Okay. But you like just because you're starting off with a one kilo dumbbell does not mean you're going to be there next year. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a few principles of exercise and nutrition, but the most important being like, are you consistently doing something over time? And are you overloading over time? Okay. Which means like, if we're lifting a one kilo dumbbell today, in a month if we're still doing it, like what are we gaining? Yeah, nothing. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not on a one kilo dumbbell, am I? <laughs> no, but when you when you came back to train with me again, like yeah. we brought you from like a range of motion that you couldn't do. Yeah. Then we got you into that range and we mm-hmm. could get you there. What do we do? Added weights. Yeah, yeah. So like. How, are, am, I, how am I doing? Am I doing well? Amazing. <laughs> you cannot tell. <laughs> And James, you were talking like about exhaustion and sleep there. This is a big thing. You talk about sleep all the time and not having any lights on. Talk to me about sleep and how does it benefit? Obviously, you feel better the next day, but what does it do? You have, sleep. You have to sleep. look at good sleep as yeah. in like it's. I look at everything as like, a, we'll, we'll say you have a, you're a battery yes. every day. Yeah. Like, are you recharging that battery? OK. Like what person are you going to be the next day if you've got bad sleep? Right. Like, what do we know about sleep? So from a body fat point of view, if your sleep is bad, now we'll we'll put a number on like five, six hours a night. Yeah. Then your ability to regulate your blood glucose, which is like the sugar you intake, is impaired. Right. So what does that mean? You're more likely to store body fat <laughs> rather than putting that sugar into muscle to be used as a fuel source. Okay. Okay. So that's super important. So mm-hmm. if the goal is, you know, I want to lose a few pounds for my wedding. Yeah. But get to sleep together. Okay. But there are things we can do. We've heard all these things before, like, don't be watching the Terminator at 11 <laughs> o'clock at night, like, like trying to stay away from TV. Yeah. I stay like to away. Read. Yeah. Just for the hour before bed, the okay. phone out of the bedroom. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I Why? just think yeah. it's a cardinal sin to have TV in your room. What is it to go back to the phone? I'm terrified of this phone thing. Yeah. You know? Why keep the phone out of the bedroom? Because the light. Because of the light. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. as well as that, like, because I am terrible. Like, I'm, my brain is always on. Yeah. Um, That's like and I can't be reading emails at 10 p.m., which I do. Oh, I know. And then I'm awake and then I'm like, yeah. my, I get it from my dad. Because you can't fix it at 10 o'clock. <laughs> well, I'm writing notes at 10 o'clock and then I get kicked in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so I do a few things. I take magnesium every night. What does that do? So magnesium is one of our minerals. Um right that it doesn't put us to sleep, but it kind of puts us in the direction of relaxation. Right. Um, so I use magnesium. I drink chamomile tea. I do, I won't call it meditation, but like slow rhythm yeah. of breathing. Okay. Just kind of slow everything down. Do you see you like to meditate as well? I love to meditate. So do I. Now, I'm not humming. <laughs> <laughs> or chanting. But I'm just like slow breathing. I try to yeah. walk at night when I can. Calms me down. If I'm kind of dealing with a lot of stuff in work or yeah. training wise, I do it as a recovery method. It just brings everything down. Yeah. Um. So Abby, my daughter, goes to bed, let's say half seven. Uh, we might watch something for half an hour, 45 minutes. I go for a walk, stretch, mag. I'm yeah. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and that kind of gets me into a good realm of sleep. Yeah. Because I know the next day I'm not the person. That, like she's awake at quarter to six. Like I don't In need. In the morning. Yeah. Stop. I don't need to be tired for. No. And because I work so much, I don't want that the two hours I have uh, in the You morning. don't want to be wrecked in absolutely, the morning. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. But so like, how many hours sleep then do you get? Mm, Ten to six. 
four to six there thereabouts. Okay. okay but it has that's... but it has to be restful though. Yeah. So like not drinking lots of water and liquids before bed while well, you're gonna wake up to pee. Yeah. Oh. Pretty pretty simple. Yeah. Magnesium pre bed will so there are different forms of magnesium. I use one called glycinate. Right. Um and threonate. And these are just like when you take it, you feel the difference. Try it out. You will feel the difference. I'll write that down in yeah. a minute. Okay. Um, so when it comes to supplements. Yes. It's really, really important that just like anything, if you buy cheap, you get. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so you can get a magnesium called magnesium oxide. Right. Nowhere near as good as the glycinate and trinate for improvements in sleep. Okay. Um. So that reading, dim lights, no lights. No uh, No phone in bed. No you TV. You even said about the red dot on the telly. Yeah, and, and you know being I'm, a bit I'm, anal. I'm, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and whether that's immensely important. But yeah. like I've seen people put like plasters <laughs> over these lights just to keep <laughs> that down. But uh, we do have blackout blinds in the bedroom. Yes. Um. So I want to make sure because it improves everything. Good sleep improves everything. You want to feel better, sleep. You want to lose weight. Sleep. Wow. You want to train better. Sleep. You want to recover better. You have injuries. You have inflammation. Sleep. It's all sleep. Absolutely. Because oh it's the only thing you're going to like, if 30% of your life is spent in the bed, like make it good. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're very bold, really, you know. Um, so talk to me then about, so we're talking about weightlifting a second ago, you know. Why do women need to weightlift? Now, obviously, we don't need to like lift as many weights as you do, James. Why do we need to weightlift? Because everyone does. Everyone does. Everyone does. Okay. So to put it in a way that will make sense for a lot of people, where when we eat food, where would you prefer to go? Into muscle or into fat? Yeah, well, obviously muscle. Yeah. Okay. Have some. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. but in terms of like, like losing weight is important. But yeah. so the further, like when I first came on the scene with PT, like fat was this thing that didn't really do anything. It was just like this dragging weight on your body. Yeah. And muscle was more for, let's say, we call it locomotion, like moving you around yes. and for performance. But now we know that muscle has these signaling effects that it will tell you how to expose your glucose, how to how much insulin to produce. Like it's doing a lot of things. Yeah. Like having a lot of muscle, one, you're going to look better. Yeah, of course you you're are. You're going to have a, a much more favorable metabolism. Yeah. So... Why not? Okay. Okay. You know, like and, and like I'm going kind of low balling here, the amount of effects that muscle can can have. But yeah. that's not to the, to push you away from cardio training. Yes. It's just that you need to put them in conjunction. Okay. Because you know, I have a pal who just likes she likes to walk for Ireland. I mean she's like walks two hours a day. And we had this conversation just after Christmas and she said, Like, I'm not losing any weight. And I said, Well, you need to probably change what you're doing. I walk two hours a day. Do you lift any weights? No, because I walk two hours a day. Yeah. So she needs to be, you know, changing that. Everyone does. Now, yeah. like not losing weight, like you have to be a bit broader and say like, what's your food like? Are yes. you increasing, decreasing calories? Was it over Christmas? Yeah, probably. Like, how much protein is this person eating? Because it has like, what types of these proteins are you eating? Yes. Um. So we have this thing called a satiety index. So protein has a much higher satiety, which is like it keeps you fuller longer. Okay. Uh, but different types of protein have different effects. Yes. Uh, so like the combination of foods in meals, it, it's it's such a broad thing. Yeah. But if you want your body to look better, which is why we exercise. Yeah, of course. Lift weights. Lift weights. Like if you want your bone to be toned, lift weights. Walking okay. isn't going to do that. Okay. You want your arms to look better. Show, like, And like what we get a lot of brides is like on the day, this is what's going to be shown. Yes. Well, 
then you're going to have to do something with it. Okay. You know what I mean? So you know you're like these kind of little bits here that wave back at you. Yeah. Yeah. Bingo wings. <laughs> Bingo wings. Yeah. Um, what do you do? Does that, is, is that just like weightlifting again, James? So the bingo wings, just like anywhere that has fat on it. Yeah. Um, is we have to lose body fat first. Yes. And, well, sorry, at the same time in conjunction with yeah, we're losing yeah. body fat and we're toning or like improving the look of the muscle. Okay. Because I don't use the word building because it's misconstrued as you're going to be huge. <laughs> yeah, weight lifting. <laughs> <laughs> but like we always have this thing in our heads that like, oh, lift weights and get big. Do you know how hard it is to put on muscle tissue? Like especially for, for females. Yeah. Like putting on muscle is really difficult okay. and very expensive to do. Okay. And I mean by like it takes a lot of nutritional resources and sleep, etc., to do that. Right. So, like, if they're not all in, like, all working together in tandem, like, building muscle is really, really hard it's to really do. It's really hard. But well worth, well worth. Okay. We just spoke briefly there about protein, and you're always asking me how much protein have I taken today? Why? Because it's required for every process in your body. Okay. So, metabolism, mm-hmm. skin, like... So a great, then this works all the time. So I tried to get ladies to eat more protein. Like, I don't really want to eat meat. Yes. Uh, I like bits and pieces of this. And, yeah. I, and I don't have the issue as much with men. Yeah. And maybe it's a social thing. Yeah. Could be. Why um, do you not have that, pro- that uh, as much Because if I told the man to eat steak 10 times a day, he would. Oh, of course he would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but about 20, 25 grams of protein per day is needed just for skin turnover. Right. Now, oh. if the average person I see will probably eat 40 to 50 grams per day. Right. And all of the nutrients in her body have it. We'll call it this hierarchical hierarchical um, effect with the nutrients. So if you X amount, it would do, does the basic things first, like make heart, <laughs> make your eyes, make your hair. <laughs> but if you have even more. Because yeah. it, for me, it's the equivalent of me saying like, Jen, here's 200 quid a week live. Well, you could. Yeah. But if I said here's 10 grand a week, it's going to be better. Yes, of and course. And we do the same thing with nutrition, like small amounts will do a job. But if we have the optimal amount, we get yeah. the muscle, we get the metabolism, we get the energy. Okay. And then calcium lately, because I said to you, like, I have a little injury in my knee that I've had for, oh, I don't even know if it's an injury, I have a pain in my knee. Yeah. Um, And you were saying to me, how much calcium do you take? Do you drink milk? And I'm like... Just a meaty. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is why I think supplementation is so important. Yeah. Because, like, nobody's going to have the perfect ratio of things in their body. Yes. And in terms of, like, are you eating the RDA of calcium? Like, if you're not going to look at my fitness palette, track your things, you're not going to look at micronutrients, which is like your vitamins and minerals. Okay. So having, like, daily habits that you follow, mm-hmm. which could be, you know, I eat X amount of protein per day, takes care of a lot of these things. I have like just putting them into like a really, really good tip that I have is I put my multivitamin. I have like a little tub that I keep all my vitamins in beside the coffee. Of tin. course you do. 6am <laughs> when she wakes me up, <laughs> it's coffee and she makes me a banana every morning just because. Oh, and then I take my my multivits and these kind of things. So, okay. We call it piggybacking on habits. Right. So something that you're going to do every day, okay. just piggyback that with something. Okay. So if you're, you have a coffee every morning. Yeah. Put what you need nutrition wise beside that. Right. And it becomes 
part of that piggybacking habit lifestyle. Okay, because, you know, I've heard somebody who, wor- who works at Martin and he was he was talking about, and he looks great now, this guy, I won't mention him because he might give out to me, but he looks amazing. And he said, it was a lifestyle change, Jen- yeah. Jenny. You know, I just decided and that was it. How difficult is it to make a big lifestyle? Because it is a big lifestyle change, isn't it? It can be. Yeah. Sorry. You drink your water there, James. You're always giving out to me for not drinking the water. Um, it can be, but perspective is everything. Yeah. Like you have to go into this thinking, like what would a healthy person do? Why do I want to have these improvements? Yeah. And for a lot of people, until they've been healthy, yeah. you don't know what it feels like. And yeah. You, like when you wake up, you're like, I'm achy. I'm tired. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yes. Like, is that the person you want to be? Is that no. the lifestyle you want to have? No. So building up habits... Like can't like I won't put anybody under the illusion that like motivation lasts because it doesn't. No, you can't be motivated every day. So it has to be something that a I like the word grit. Yeah, that you just do it. Yeah. So when I was 15, 16, I had this boxing coach um, and everything was it's your job. And when it changed when you change your perspective to that, if I said like you're going to do this exercise because it's your job, well, you're not going to not show up to work. You just have to do it. You just have to do it. Over time, that becomes part of this new personality. But you will feel better for it. And by having these small little wins every day, like I really don't think you should start off with, I'm going to exercise seven times week one. I'm going to eat this, this and this. But small little things over time make a huge difference. Okay. And James, I think we spoke about this before, running versus, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all the people who run are going to get out to me now what about running you know sort of um, people go and they train for the marathon and they they run 20 something kilometres is running really good for you mm. Mm, he's afraid it's not for me I know yeah it isn't uh, for you it's not for me uh, does that mean it's bad no it doesn't mean it's bad yeah it's all well what's your goal yes. do you want to run a marathon you better run a marathon yeah but is it good for your joints um, is it good for your joints no, it's it's it sorry. Be. It's not something that I would recommend off the bat yeah. without doing some form of like a structural balance at the start. Now, what what that means is that like, are your quads and hamstrings in good shape? Is your back in good shape? Are you strong enough to do these kind of things? Okay, because when we lift weights, we're under a controlled movement pattern. Yes, like you know what you're gonna do. Yeah, and let's say I might give you a set of fifteen reps. You rest. We try to improve these things. I'm looking at your technique. Yeah. Or are you going out and pounding pavement for hundreds of thousands of steps Yeah. without guidance? Okay. So like we had a, a lot of people that came back to us post-COVID riddled with injuries because they couldn't get to a gym. So what did they do? Yeah, of course. They, they went ran. out and ran every day. They, they were all out. Uh, so <laughs> there was a lot of injuries. Now, does yeah. that mean running is bad? No. Okay. But usually for me, I'll put it in conjunction with a resistance training program. Okay. All right. Okay. So I have a few questions uh, for you, James, just for the bridies, you know, because they will want to hear all of this. Um, Am I better off restricting or adding things to my diet? What is the best approach? Um, Exchanging. Exchanging. Is better. Right. Better. Okay. Uh, Not restricting. Not restricting. (laughs) Because like with anything, when you restrict something, you want it more. Yes. But if we exchange something, so if I was starting, so when someone comes in and we do a consultation, now the majority of people that aren't in this field yeah. usually have the kind of same same habits, same diet diet habits. So they might go, I have toast for breakfast. Yeah. I'll go, well, let's add two eggs to that. 
So I'm getting what I want out of it, but I'm still not saying, well, you can't have that. Yeah. I'm just saying, let's add that onto the plan. Okay. Okay. So we'll add the protein there. We'll have your fatty acids with that and you get to have your toast. Okay. So you have the satiating aspect of the protein, but you're also aiding in building muscle tissue by having enough protein in your system. Okay. All right. Perfect. Um, am I better off training myself or with somebody? You're going to say with somebody, aren't you? Um, with a trainer or with a friend or with a group, whatever keeps you consistent. Right. Like most important. Now, what I'll say if you're training with somebody. Yes. Is now this is probably like the optimal version of doing things. Never train with somebody that you have to motivate to get them in there. Because yeah. that is a That's pain. Exhausting. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to train with someone, at least let them be on the same page. But if you have to call them up every day and say, yeah. are you doing X? And that's why I think, especially for for training, because are you training for the wedding or the marriage in itself? Mm, that's mm. a good thing to say. Are you? The marriage I itself. think training with your partner is a great thing. Because I going, have a question down here. <laughs> good. Uh, like, are you going to go home and they're eating a pizza and you're eating your yes. whatever it may be? Yeah, yeah. So if the body are on the same page, you're going to hit the goal. And then by when you come to the day itself, yeah. like, how great is that going to be? Amazing. Absolutely. And then do you let yourself go afterwards? Absolutely not. <laughs> I remember going to... And that's to why it. the habits are so important. Yes. That, it's part of my new lifestyle. Yeah. Like, we're, we're not doing this. And that's why the word, like, terms like skinny and stuff like that are... You don't like that word at I all. don't like that word because... because. Now, because and I'll give you a bit of the science behind it. When we just get skinny, we yeah. lose lots of weight. And this is the part of yo-yo dieting. Yes. When we lose lots of weight really, really fast, we eat lots of muscle off our body. Okay. Now, what stores our calories predominantly is where we want them to be is in the muscle. Yeah. If we get rid of the muscle, now where is it going to go? Well, you've got stretch marks then, don't you? <laughs> On your, you boobies, could, you could, on your boobies. <laughs> you could do. But this is where the yo-yo dieting comes from. Is okay. that you lose muscle tissue so that when you go and normalize your calories again, yeah. your weight will balloon up. Okay. All so right. maintaining muscle tissue throughout the whole cycle, like doing it, like even when you're cutting down weight, making sure you're eating enough protein and lifting weights will maintain the muscle tissue as you lose body fat. Okay. How many steps should people do a day? Dear God. <laughs> James, like, I'm sorry, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your starting point? Well, you know, so are, are yeah. you doing no steps at the moment? Yeah. Do a thousand. You, you were, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like doing something is always yeah. better than doing nothing. I know what you mean yeah. now by saying it depends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you um, are a person that drives to work. Yeah. Goes to your desk, comes home, watches TV. Yeah. If I said do 12,000 steps, it's too much. Ah, that is too much. Yeah. yeah. So if yeah. I was the person and say, like, what's the healthy version of me going to do? Yeah, I park a bit further away and I walk. Okay. I take the stairs and I walk to the shops instead of driving. Okay. These kind of things. Right. And then you look at your, I use a, a whoop. Yes. Um, or <laughs> on your on your phone. A whoop. A okay. um, <laughs> look at your steps there. And then like anything, so like I mentioned before, this overload principle means over time we build these things up. Right. We don't just say, you know, I'm super person today. Okay. Let's get at it. Okay. It's like, I start here. Yeah. Next week I'll be here. Okay. Next week I'll be here. But you're always trying to push just a little bit more. Yeah. And this is where kind of having the guidance of someone in mm -hmm. the industry is important because like you don't want to injure yourself. Yeah. Um, now I know there's everything on the internet, but you want specificity. Yes. Like you want to know, is this something all you should do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, talking to someone in 
as one of your trainers or in a gym is really, really important just yeah. to even start with. OK, so, you know, um, when you're going to a personal trainer, because uh, you were like, you're not going to ask me loads of questions about <laughs> food, are you? Should you go to a nutritionist as well or do you just learn it yourself? Um, I, I, I kind it depends again. I know, I know. But I needed someone to tell me yeah. what to eat. And that's great because yeah, yeah. you're a busy person. Yeah. You know, Mental so like busy. I'm. <laughs> Much prefer being told what to do. Like yeah. I still work with a coach who does my program. No, I don't like being told what to do. I love being no. told what to do. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> when it comes to but that, just tell me what to eat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when it comes to training, like accountability will get you there faster. Okay. Like looking at your own things, and even for myself, I'm in this industry near what twenty years. Like so long. I still want someone to say, "This is what I did." Yeah. Is that good or not? Okay. Because like when you look at it yourself, you go, "Ah, sure, I'll just." Yes. And there's too much of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so having someone, that's why, like, look at the MyFitnessPal, giving yourself these, like, like basic, basic figures of, like, do I know what my calories are? Yeah. Do I know how much protein, fats, carbs I'm eating? Will give you enough information. Okay. And then from there, like, do I think you should talk to them? Absolutely. Like, yeah. And like with any endeavor, I think that, like, if you're buying a house, obviously yeah. you're going to talk to somebody. Yeah, of course. Like, you're looking at a car, you're going to be talking to somebody about, like, what is the best thing? Like, yeah. what might, like, put the same effect or the same amount of intention into your nutrition and exercise. Because, okay. like, it is important. And then in the edge, James, do you, like, do you sort of have classes for brides or do you have classes for, you know, a team of people? What way do you do it? Or is it a la carte? <laughs> So we have about four or five different products. Mm -hmm. So we have like a group fitness class. Yeah. Um, and then we move on to what we call small group PT. Right. Which we group so four to five, up to six, let's say. Mm -hmm. um, and these could be friends. These could be people that don't know me. We just kind of pair them up with each other. Mm -hmm. But they work with a PT and they kind of get the same approach where they come in. We use an app. So they download this app. They can upload their nutrition for the week again everyone's different in how Amazing. much attention they want yeah but it means that for a lot of people they want to know am i getting better okay and that like if you're working with a, with a coach and it's gone months gone by and they haven't checked in and said you have done x <laughs> not that i'm saying they're just taking your money but yeah, yeah yeah you want someone to be accountable to yes they're getting back to you often enough and saying you did this last month you did this this month yeah you did weigh this now you weigh this yeah and that kind of keeps everyone on track. Yeah. And in terms of like, should they be motivating you? Absolutely. But yes. it, it just keeps you knowing like, I'm doing the right thing. I'm yeah. doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Okay. And okay. So let's go to the morning of the wedding, right? On the morning of the wedding, what should I eat to feel amazing in my dress? Yeah. Great question. The exact same as you did the day before. <laughs> and here's the reason why is that like you're following this plan. Yeah. Let's say every morning you're eating like eggs and toast. Yes. You're already a bit nervous on that day. Yeah. Should you eat something completely different? No. Absolutely not. No. You don't want to be run to <laughs> the toilet. Absolutely. <laughs> so to avoid anything like that. Or bloating. Yeah. Yeah. To avoid anything like that, at least you've had that year where you're eating the specific yes. plan. Like you're you're varying an offer when you want, but you have, let's say, three or four kind of go-tos for breakfast. Yeah. You obviously feel good with that. Yeah. Don't change it. Okay. All right. Definitely don't change it. Okay, James. So you don't want to be walking around with a belly the size no. of a, you know, I don't, I football on the day of the wedding. James, that was absolutely amazing. Thank you very amazing. much. 
I'm sure everybody's going to want to get in touch with you now. And if they do, how do they get in touch with the gym? Yes, so uh, theedgegym.ie. Yes. Um, or what is my Instagram handle? <laughs> You'll see it through the edge. Uh, I'll uh, share so just theedgeclontarf um, the and you can get me through that. Yeah, James Swan. Thank you You're so, so much. Thanks so much for that having me That was on. just amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Make sure you're in with a chance to win our competition from Clarins, which is the amazing double serum and double serum eye. All you need to do is comment on the post on my Instagram page, Jenny McCarthy 8. The very lucky winner will be announced next Wednesday. Chat to you all again next week. Hold up. 